Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. You have your two lovely hosts, and I'm alive. I have my voice back. I'm no longer dead. And uh, my name is Carmen. I don't remember where I was saying. ADHD. <laughs> my name is Carmen, and take it away. <laughs> and I'm Kelsey, and it is a beautiful day for both of us to podcast together once again. And I'm so it thrilled sure that is. you're not dead. And it's so good to immediately be back to doing a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, so I was listening to the episode uh, as as I do every once in a while. Uh, I, I go back and I'll listen to the episode and, and just kind of like go, man, were we good? And most yeah. of the time I'm like, yeah, we were good. And then uh, I was listening to the one from two weeks ago and I was like, oh, shit, that's what like a real normal intro sounds like. I forgot what that was like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, I do the uh, same thing. I, Oftentimes I'm trying to like, I'll go back and be like, what ridiculous prediction did Carmen make? And I'll like try and find <laughs> it. But I do the same thing. Oh, I got to start writing man. them down because it's getting hard to, to fish through all the episodes and try and find it. How do you think I feel? I just say shit and don't I even know. know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, that's not specific to this podcast. It's that's true. That's just how you live thing. your life. Oh, but that's why gosh. we love you. That's true. Um, so uh, I was, uh, um, I wanted to let you all know if you've listened to the last episode that, uh, Kelsey, by the way, thank you so much for covering. You oh, did a wonderful so job. You don't uh, know. I didn't listen to it because <laughs> I, I knew going into it that it would be absolutely rife with spoilies. <laughs> so, it certainly was. Uh, it was exclusive I, spoilies. Yeah, so I hope uh, you all really enjoyed the episode. Um, we're also, uh, before we before we jump into things, I do want to say, number one, uh, hit that like and subscribe button wherever you're listening to. Give us a five-star review. Uh, Gray's Academy Pod really appreciates uh, all of the listener and, and the support that you guys have. Um, go on Instagram, at Gray's Academy Pod, uh, at Carmen.Gabriel.Official at chaotically Kelsey uh, and and send us any emails with predictions or you want to talk to to Kelsey about uh, your favorite episode coming up uh, at Gray's Academy pod at gmail.com so here's the thing we're talking and 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 Kelsey maybe you can share some insight on this we're talking maybe a patreon we're talking maybe a way to give you guys some behind the scenes exclusive content. Uh, and you had a really awesome idea for maybe some of the things that could be a part of that. We'd love your guys' opinion. But, uh, Kelsey, do you want to tell the the people, the listeners, the uh, the Grey's Anatomy fans what we were thinking of doing? Yeah, so we were thinking about maybe doing just, like, some extra rambly things um, on Patreon. Make, make their more—typically when we record— we sit down to start recording and then we get distracted by ourselves and spend like 20 <laughs> minutes talking about anything. Typically not Grace because we do try and save that for the podcast, but we do say a lot of other things that uh, might, might be interesting to some people and might not be. Um, and then we were also thinking potentially about having like little short um, like maybe 30 minute episodes where we have guests on um, to talk uh, about maybe specific episodes or specific characters or just overall storylines. Um, and we could have that on the Patreon. Um, so if that's something you'd be interested in, let us know or let us know what content you, you would enjoy that maybe isn't um, podcast uh, appropriate or podcast material. 
As if you, everything you that we do partake. and say is, is podcast appropriate. Our lives should just be a podcast. We should just walk yeah, around true. like vlogging, but it's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it's pronounced yogging with a soft Every, J. Everyone um, can just listen to me nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I think that'd be really awesome. I love that idea. Uh, looking at you, Ryan and Leah. And, and does your sister listen? Is, is she uh, she an avid listener of this podcast? Uh, no, but Kelly does. Well, Hi, Gil. Oh, Kelly. <laughs> oh, let's get you on the fucking show. Oh, my gosh. Who was, uh, who was our friend that just reached out not too long ago? Um, Rosie. R- Rosie. And uh, who was the other girl that emailed not too long um, ago? You know, it's a good question. Maya? Um, that we're terrible people. It's listen. We I think care we about. We've both you. had COVID since then, so we get to forget. Yeah. Um, it's, also, well, wait. Who else did I just think of? Oh, I just accidentally hit alerts from you. I don't want to do that. No, no. I have really good alerts. I have really good things to say. While you're pulling that up, though, um, yeah, definitely reach out to us. We'd love to. We'd love to explore that. If uh, you would love to try to find new ways to contribute to uh, Gray's Academy podcast, we definitely love that. Um, if you just type in Gray's, uh, we're one of the the podcasts that show up in the search. So we're trending in a lot of ways, trending in a lot of spaces. Uh, still to this day, our, our our top listeners we're looking at. Uh, behind the United States, we're looking at Canada, Germany, Australia, Brazil, Malaysia. Um, really appreciate all the support, and uh, we just want to make you guys proud. We want to give you guys that hot, stanky content that you've come to know and love. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's I think all I want to just you know kind of touch base now that we're over you know almost six minutes into the episode. Wait, why did you send me these pictures? We Which send ones? each other weird. I don't know. It's you at a wedding. I don't know. And I don't know the people that were getting married. So I don't know why you said that to me. Uh, I don't know. And I don't remember sending you a picture from a wedding. Um, That's fine. I don't remember getting it, but it is Cheyenne. It was Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Um, from Malaysia. What? Oh, wait. Why did I send you that? Why did Those you pictures? send me this? Is, is it the one? I don't know these people. Okay, wow. this would this would be the the gems you would be like you would be hearing <laughs> on Patreon is us just trying to figure out why Carmen sent me pictures of himself at a wedding. Well, here's the thing uh, for all of you out there, it's the there's there's me in a picture in a suit with a burrito, then it's Haribo berries, and then it's a mystery <laughs> wedding. So this the burrito was us FaceTiming. We were FaceTiming while you were at work, and the sun glare the sun flare was behind you. So I took that. And sent it to you because you look like a little mall angel. Yeah, a little mall angel. But why did I let you know I was at a wedding? I, I truly have no idea. And I, I, don't I just know don't know these people. Yeah. Anyways. Do you know so, those people? Yes, I know those. I was <laughs> okay. at the wedding. I see that. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Is that a new <laughs> iPhone? Anyways. No. Uh, but I no. put this sticker on. My sister got me this sticker from um, my birthday. It yes. says "In Dolly We Trust," and it's In got Dolly a little cowboy hat. She yes, sent me like three that. different Dolly Parton things for my birthday. It was a great time. I love that. We love it. I love that I love for you, Dolly Parton. Okay, if you listen, thank you, and we're sorry. <laughs> But not like really sorry. We're only a little sorry because yeah. if at this point you've been listening to all, how many episodes is this overall? Including 42. a couple of. 
Well, so this is the 42nd episode of Grey's, but we've had several bonus episodes. So we're probably getting close to 50, which tracks because we're getting close to doing this for a year. So there should be almost 52. Yeah. And I think we only, well, we skipped a couple of weeks for mid-season breaks. So we, uh, we may have been doing this for over a year now. No, it's September. September, I think, was our first episode. We're getting real close. Anyways, take it away, Kelsey. Excited to talk about this episode. Um, full disclosure, can I just start by saying I have no, I could not find anything about this song. I texted you that. When I no, couldn't no, no, find I it on iTunes, and I was like afraid when you Googled it that you were going to have this problem because I couldn't find it anywhere, and all I could find was this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have Spotify Premium, so I couldn't just listen to it through yeah. that. Uh, but when I Googled it, so the, the title of the episode, guys, and I'm sorry to take away your a little bit of your thunder here, Kelsey. It's called wow. Let the Angels Commit, and it's by Daniel... Uh, Danielle Howell and the Tantrums, and it was released in 2002. That's literally all I can find about this song. Yeah, and like the lyrics. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah. There's nothing. I was so afraid because when you Google "Let the Angels Commit," all that comes Everything, up is Grey's Anatomy stuff. It's all Grey's. Yeah. So I was like, texted Carmen the the Spotify link, which I also don't have Spotify, so I didn't even know if it would work or not. So I was like, this is all I've got. Like, I can't be more helpful. I don't understand what's happening. And I told her, I was like, when you Google this, it's just gray stuff. So be cautious. Yeah. Um, so but anyways, yes. that's, that's, so what, I got. The, that's um, what I got today. The 42nd episode overall, the sixth episode of the third season. Um, it is written by Stacy McKee, directed by Jessica Yu. It aired November 2nd, 2006 to 21.02 million views. And um, like we said, it's called Let the Angels Commit. So um, let's read the Netflix synopsis. Um, It's not good, guys. I already read it. It's not good. Um, (laughs) The Netflix synopsis is Christina draws the envy of the other doctors when she scrubs in for a special procedure. I would say that's pretty inaccurate, truthfully. Like no one really gets jealous over this procedure. Um. The only thing with Christina in this episode, other than like her with Burke is like her not really talking to the other interns because she's focused on what's going on with Burke. So I just read that and was like, that's not a good synopsis of this episode. Right. They could have talked about, uh, Derek gets a surprise visitor or, you know, like, uh, you know, George is, George George sucks. (laughs) George uh, did anything. some some spoilers for my opinion. George did some very good doctoring this episode and some very bad georging this episode. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then he and he sh- he did shit the bed in the last procedure though. Well, I guess I shouldn't say that. Uh, George yeah. didn't shit the bed as much as Alex rose to the occasion. Yes, I agree. So, anyways, there was a recap in this episode. Did you get to watch the recap? I surely did. I was like, look, an actual recap. So this is the recap. Callie broke up with George. Derek is an asshole who doesn't give a shit. Um, there was the Denny Eminem. Uh, there's the Burke and Christina shenanigans. I think that's it. Did you have anything else? The only thing is uh, I had to write the quote, nobody has to know because it's nobody Hamilton. So has to know. That's also like... 
the, that that storyline in Hamilton is my least favorite part about that play. Um, the blackmail or the affair? Just the affair, the affair in general. Yeah, well, it's not good to have affairs, but there are some. Yeah, good songs Addison that came and Mark. <laughs> okay, let me just take a sipsy of water, and that we will get into this shit. Okay. Nobody has to know. Yes. Um, Burke and Christina are operating, and I'm yawning already. You're so welcome, guys. Um, It's 7 a.m. Yep. Uh, They're operating and covering up the tremor situation. Christina is, like, bossing the nurses around and running his schedule and running his OR board. Um, The other interns are watching, and they're, like, kind of jealous, but not really like sure what what they don't know the details of what's going on they think that she's just like getting perks because she's sleeping with him um at this point no one has any suspicious yet suspicious well but the only person who really says i you know makes a comment about sleeping with burke is alex because he's like i should sleep with burke the other the other interns (laughs) and that one nurse uh they're just kind of being like well, the other interns are like, oh, hey, here's some coffee. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And then that one nurse is like, meh, something about he's been very particular since he's come back. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> do you want me to tell him you said that? Yeah, yes, bitch. I do. Um, okay. So then Meredith asks Christina to hang out and she's like, no, I have to study for the surgery we have coming up. Um, it's just a lot of that. A lot of her like blowing. It's like. She's just prioritizing because she's nervous. She's doing what she thinks needs to be done. Um, it's not great. But and it's, it's not sustainable, like, at all. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird that people don't think it's suspicious because she's not acting normal. She's acting suspicious. I mean, she's just acting like a heightened version of herself. However, like you said, it's not sustainable. It would be noticeable that she had had that attitude change um so george chases down callie and he's like trying to talk to her and she's trying to ignore him and then she yells at him and runs away and it's like a good moment for callie i'm into it he's like oh that's talking i'm like george that's not fucking talking that's yelling yeah and running away like let it (laughs) let it go like you and meredith need to take a hint like guys have some self-respect. Um, speaking of Meredith, she, I guess, decides that she's done not hearing from Derek. So she goes to the trailer and he's gotten out of the shower and uh, Nancy is on the bed, who at this point we don't know who she is. Um, and so Meredith comes in and I guess thinks that Derek is having sex with this woman. And now at, who did you think she was before she was introduced? Literally, I was like, oh, that's got to be his sister. Yeah, okay. because she she came in and she was just there's there's not an ex who would have made sense. Like, yeah, we don't know about oh, any of his exes other than Addison. Right. But like it wouldn't have made sense for his storyline or theirs for it to be uh, uh, an ex-girlfriend before Addison. Like that just yeah. wouldn't make sense. No. So I was like, it has to be a sister or it's a family member or like a cousin or a best yeah. friend or something. But my my first guess was that is is, is that his sister? And it was. I'm so good. Also, Nancy with the bad hair. That haircut is dumb. That's so 2000s. 
I was like, it's very of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Does she sound vaguely British? I was so confused by this woman's accent. Like, it was very, I was just very confused by her accent. I, I was I like, what get... is going on? No, I didn't, I didn't get uh, British accents at all. I don't know if it was British. It was just enough. I was like, there's something with her accent. And it was weird to me. Um, also, Maybe her name in New York. Her name in real life is Imbeth, E-M-B-E-T-H, Imbeth. And um, she is from Indiana, so she's not British. <laughs> so yeah, there but you she go. is from the Midwest, but she's w- from one of the worst possible states in the Midwest. Yeah, and then they moved to New Jersey. Oh wait, before returning to South Africa, maybe that's it. Oh, maybe because oh, her yeah. her parents are south african that would make so sense so they I can, lived I can... they were they lived in the states for a little while and then moved back to south africa so maybe that's what it is maybe it's just like a hint you know that's like elon elon has that weird accent that sounds that's like south he's african. trying to put on an accent but he's just he's it's that south african like but it's not like cuz he wasn't there all the time he was like in the states as well so i wonder if it's right if that's what it is Anyways, so yeah. there you go. Fun fact. Nancy's not British. Um, uh, anyway, so she's she's there. She's questioning all of Derek's life choices, as we all should be, because they're bad. Um, and especially sisters have, have a knack for doing that. Yes, as we should. Um, <laughs> hmm. uh, Meredith and George and Izzy are all in the elevator, and Izzy's... It's her first day back, so she's... Um, going to HR to like deal with all this paperwork and she's excited to be back, but she's clearly nervous, but they're like, yeah, it's great. Everything's fine. Um, and then, so she gets out of the elevator and then Meredith and George are like, um, okay, let's, he says, I'll be Christina for you. If you'll be Izzy for me, which is a funny, it's a funny sentence. And this is a funny little scene. Just it's a, a quick good, scene. It's a really good. Yeah. And, Um, So Meredith tells him about the girl in the trailer and he says McDreamy was doing the McNasty with a McHottie that McBastard. It's a good good good. episode for the Mick, the mix. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Very funny. She's like, that was good. That was very Christina. Good job. And then, so they switch and George is talking about how Callie won't forgive him. And this is where I do think this is important to note. Uh, she does a good job being Izzy because she's like, good, get over her and don't ever talk to her again because Izzy is weird and like hates Callie for existing, even though Callie did nothing ever to her. And it's just because, um, Izzy's like weirdly possessive and controlling. Um, and so then George is like, that was, oh, she says seriously like six times, which is funny. Um, yeah. And then they say like, oh, the people we want to be with don't want to be around us or whatever it is. It's like something along those lines. The people we want to talk to avoid us or something like that. Um, 
which like the Christina thing is established. I don't really feel like George and Izzy like having some kind of issue is established. So I thought that was weird kind of right out of the gate. I was like, I mean, she's going to do this paperwork, but like she's still talking to them and she's just coming back to work. If anything, she's now more available to George. Yeah. I, I was getting the same, the same kind of vibe. I was like, okay, so Christina's actively avoiding Meredith. Totally get it. Yeah. But it's not like, excuse me. It's not like Izzy was saying, George, I hear what you're saying. But I'm going to actively choose to ignore you to go do this HR paperwork. Yeah. She's just saying, hey, I need to go do this paperwork or I can't even start my day. Bye. And then uh, later on, she's weird. like upset that Meredith and George have like something she doesn't know about. Implying that she does have the time to be involved yeah. in George's life. Yeah. So, yeah, that was like a weird um, inconsistency for me, I thought. Um, so then they it could just make- be them making a point that George is so needy that he needs someone at all times to be there for him. That is plausible. Um, yeah. So Meredith will and George, they like make a pact to not date anybody anymore, which obviously they're, they're be- freaking corpses to us. Uh, yeah. You went and talked corpses. to Kelly five minutes later. You dumb yeah. bitch. Yeah. Um, so um, Christina and Burke, go to meet their first patient and he his wife is clearly very involved in his medical care i'm so sorry um she's like he needs all this thing she has a little notebook where she's writing everything down christina's like oh we're gonna do this humpty dumpty surgery it's like very very intense very complex complicated um burke is annoyed that she has agreed to do this um, I would be too. He didn't content, know. Consent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so good times. Uh, Weber tells Miranda. Well, that, ho- hold on a okay, second. I think we should ahead. talk a little bit about that Humpty Dumpty surgery because it's literally taking the heart out of the body. They're pumping the blood through. And mm-hmm. while they're doing that, the heart is just on ice and they're scraping the shit off the heart and then they're going to put it back in. Well, I think Humpty like Dumpty had a great fall. They broke the it. heart. They like yeah. open the heart and scoop stuff out from inside of it. And it's yeah. gross later on. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. But the guy has one hand that they want us to think because his hand is okay. His hand is fine. However, sometimes it's not. Um, and when it's also, not, people could die. Do you ever just think about like there, there had to be a first time, like someone had that idea at some point, someone said, Oh, you have chest pains. Let me just remove your heart and put it in this bowl and scrape things off of it. And then I'll put it back and it will be fine. Yeah, it's the medical world is insane because the first time it's like you think back to the 17, 1800s and it's like you do something for the first time and you're a witch and you get killed. Yes. Now you're a doctor and you do something for the first time and you get a hospital or a procedure named after you. Sometimes Unless, I truly wonder how the human race survived because at a certain point, all of the like quote unquote doctors, because at the time, like I just wouldn't really say that they had the knowledge that we currently have, but they were like, Oh, you have a cold. We're just going to like cut you and let all of your blood drain out. And like that will cure you uh, or you'll die as most of them did. 
So yeah. like, it's just weird to me that the human race survived because at some point people were doing things like that or saying like, Oh, you get a headache every day. Let me cut your skull open and like, see what's going on. I can probably do something about that. And nothing was sterile. No, they were of course just in not. the street. Like there's dirt everywhere. They're like spitting in each other's skulls. Like it's just, how did we live? It's a miracle that any of us are here. <laughs> well, and it's, it's, you think of two of like, did you ever play the, uh, the Oregon trail growing up? Yes. Imagine going across the country and you get a wound and they say, let's pour a little bit of our, of our, uh, alcohol that we just drink right onto your wound. And also while we're doing that bite on this piece of wood, because I will take this hacksaw and now I have to cut open your leg and it's gone now. Yeah. You may it's bleed out super weird. or or you'll live. Like okay. And they didn't so even in, understand probabilities back then, but you know. In that new um Game of Thrones show, House of Dragons, there's like a very, very spoilers for House of Dragons. The first yeah, don't episode. listen if you're spoiling spo- if you're gonna watch it. This is just pause like, this click go the watch thirty it second back. button. Um so there's like a very graphic like birth scene quote-unquote birth it's like a very a graphic cesarean um and like the mom and the baby both die but like that was a long time ago but like that's just a normal thing now all the time like thousands of people per day get c-sections and like so they just like cut open a woman they remove all the organs they take out the baby they put all the organs back and then they just sew the person up and then it's like good to go and that's just like normal now that you're just cutting a person fully in half and like taking out all of their insides. And that like, that's a standard practical practice. Yeah. I also just Google this real quick. Uh, There's about 10,000 babies born in the United States every day. And roughly a third of them are C-section babies. That's so many. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's like just a very, like very standard procedure. And if you think about the reality of what that procedure is, like, that's insane. And at some point that someone just was like, we can't get the baby out. Why don't we just cut this person in half? And, and then we'll need and to then move they just all kept doing stuff. it for hundreds of years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Science is crazy. If you have a procedure named after you or you you or if you were the first person to do a C-section ever, uh, <laughs> You know, email us at Gray's Academy Pod and uh, at gmail.com and we want to know. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyways. Okay. So, yes. Um, Weber is telling Dr. Bailey that she's going to have Izzy with her again. And Dr. Bailey's like, don't you think you should put her somewhere else since I clearly can't control this psycho? And he's like, no, you're responsible for her. And by taking responsibility, you're going to get all these asshole doctors off of your back, which is a questionable practice but also i kind of see where it's coming from high risk high reward you know um so she's like not feeling herself so much in this episode because she's still upset about everything that happened and she has the right to be um so then addison and george go to meet their patient she's pregnant they say it's twins but it's not twins because she has two uteruses so Which is wild. And a real thing that is rare, but is real. So she has one baby in each uterus, which is so insane. So crazy wild. Um, Cause let me tell you, I have one uterus and it is 
like a pain in the ass. So I can't imagine what it's like having to. I don't know if it would be worse. If it would like, I just would your do you have two separate periods? Do you have Ooh. I so many I have so many questions. I truly don't. I it the mind boggles. Um so anyways, so then Izzy goes to talk to Dr. Bailey, and Dr. Bailey's like these are my rules for you. You suck. And I'm still mad. And these are all the things you can do to earn back my trust. Shadow Meredith. And don't say anything ever. Um, no operations, no opinions, no talking. And Meredith is in charge. Yeah. And then we get the title card. This was a long intro. It was um, nine and a half minutes before the title card. So like a yep. lot, a lot happened. Um, so Meredith I gotta tell you. Yeah, go ahead. When they said the two uterus thing. And I and I know this is obviously jumping ahead just a couple of minutes in the show. I had no idea. I could not even fathom that that would be two separate fathers. Yes. Like that, I will tell you, was a huge plot twist for me. And I really enjoyed that. That was the best storyline of this of this episode. Do you hear um, babies crying in the background? Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Because there's more than one, so I don't what a, know. What a great mom superpower that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's the, there are multiples, and they're behind closed doors, so I'm trying to suss out which one it is. And imagine in um, a week, a week uh, and one day, in eight days, when there's going to be three potential crying babies. I know. I love it. I love it so much. Um, so, uh, so Meredith and Izzy run into Derek and Nancy, and he introduces them and he's like, this is my sister. And she's like, Oh, Oh, I, you're his sister. And she goes, well, obviously you didn't think I'm his wife. Cause you already ran her off. Um, which is funny. I think that's a funny thing to say. And it's factually correct. It's um, one of those funny things <laughs> that it seems mean, but it's funny because it's true. Yeah. That's and the kind of comedy. It's just, it is what it is. You know, it's fine. Um, and so then this is when Izzy says, McDreamy's sister is McBitchy. Just funny. Yeah, nice. Another funny thing. Um, oh, so then we get the conversation with Burke and Christina where he's like, we can't do this surgery like this. And we like get the ex like more of the explanation of like what it is and why he's concerned and whatnot. Um, and he's like, why would you do this and not talk to me about it? And she's like, I'm just trying to be so efficient. Um, she's just trying to get it. Cause at this point it's just a cool surgery. And I think her desire for a cool surgery has outweighed her rationale in kind of gauging what they can and can't do. Now, obviously spoilers jumping ahead, they do it and it's fine. But I do see where he's coming from a point of concern with the complexities of the surgery, having her do it as a first year intern. Um, basically on her own with him just standing there because he can't really do that much. So that's fun. He can do, that's the thing that I don't really fully understand. He is capable of doing everything. It's just when the tremors happen, he can't. Yes. And then I'm having a hard time. Right. And I'm having a hard time understanding what we're supposed to be being led to believe as the audience of how, how regularly these are because we've only seen them in his apartment and in a, in a surgery. So it's not like we're just seeing him in the middle of a conversation and then getting a tremor. Right. So I think it's I, I would like to see that established more. If he's using his hand, because that's like straining the muscle. 
I, I guess. I mean, I've never had those kind of tremors myself. Obviously, I, I was never shot yeah. trying to walk back into a hospital and prevent someone from killing a patient um, that they <laughs> fell in love with and was proposed to by. I've never had that happen to me before. I but four times last week. <laughs> you look great for being shot four times. Thanks. It's this hoodie. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's the breastfeeding. It just recovers yes. your bodies so quick. It's so uh, true. But yeah, no, it, it was just very... Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't remember what I was going with that, but you look great. Thanks. Yeah. This is a very comfortable hoodie. It looks uh, nice. It's, it's like a blanket, but a hoodie. I'll have to stand up and show you later on because it that, goes down um, to my knees. Is that uh, on the inside? Is that lanolin? Is that it's sheep's Sherpa. Wool? Oh, Sherpa. Very nice. Yes. Okay. That's Anyways, two Anchorman uh-huh. references for anyone out there counting. I've made two Anchorman references tonight, so you're welcome. Uh Okay. Okay. Here we go. So Bailey goes to Burke and he's, and she's like, Oh, there are doctors here who are questioning my judgment. What do you question my judgment? And he's like, no, you're fine. Everything's great. Um, he doesn't really offer her the reassurance that she's looking for and expecting from him, but he also isn't like, yeah, I hate you. So. What does he say? He's like, sure, 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 sure. sure. And then he pats her and then walks, walks away. Yeah. Yeah. He's distracted. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so Meredith and Izzy are in the ER treating a burn patient who burnt her hand. She says on a teapot. Um, she's uh, erratic from the get go, all over the place. Um, Nancy's chasing down Derek, harassing him again about his life choices. We love to see it. I would do it if I could. I hate it. Um, <laughs> if I could, I would just chase around fictional Derek Shepard. And tell him that his life choices are terrible. They are. Um, George is with his patient and her fiance. And this is where we get the introduction to the hammer eggs. Now, this is a weird metaphor. It's (laughs) a really weird metaphor. There are so many other ways to say you're committed to someone. This is such a strange choice to me. To be like, Eggs, you're only involved because the chicken who provided the eggs is still alive. But to be the ham, you're committed because you're you've died for someone's breakfast. It's just a weird metaphor. I don't I don't really get it. Um, I, mean, also, I understand it. I just think it's strange. Is am I wrong in thinking that ham and eggs is a less popular phrase than bacon and eggs? I don't know. It's the same. It's the same meat. That's <laughs> both pork. It's the same animals. They're, yes. They're both they're both a pig. I I just don't hear people going around saying ham and eggs, ham and eggs. But I hear people all the time going bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs. What about green eggs and ham? Yeah, but arguably that's totally the most different. popular book of all time. Yeah, I mean it is. It's a great book, and it's one of my favorites. It's uh, I could I could uh, recite that to you in the entire thing right now. I have that whole book memorized. Same, um, I am. Uh, a comeback for our Patreon content where I just audibly read <laughs> Green Eggs and Ham. Read Dr. Seuss books on this crazy <laughs> Um <laughs> The next podcast we do is actually watching the Michael Myers or the Mike Myers, not the Michael Myers, that's a horror <laughs> movie. The Mike Myers version of Cat in the Hat. Uh, <laughs> and then the, the Jim Carrey version of Horton Hears a Who. So we're just, that's oh the next God. podcast we do. And the Zac Efron version of the Lorax. Yes. Yes. We are on a roll. Uh, 
so uh, what was I saying? Something about a thing ham and eggs. with uh, ham and eggs. Yeah, bacon and eggs to me is a more common phrase. Weird Bring metaphor, me but all I, the bacon and eggs you have. Yeah, that that is my favorite scene of every of ever of any show ever to exist. In, in really? human history, hundred percent. I worry that you think I said bring me a lot of bacon and eggs, but what I mean is bring me all the bacon and eggs. Yeah, it's it's the fist bump at the end where he's like, <laughs> mm. and he's Respect. like, yeah, to myself because I'm about to eat all the bacon and eggs, which yes. I love. There's there's also seven pounds of bacon in our fridge right now. That's a lot because of bacon. Every time we go to the store, we buy a pound just in case, and we just have forgotten that we just have. In it's case like there's a bacon shortage. <laughs> hey, you joke, but we saw how quickly bacon can go. Bacon's the first thing to go up in price and inflation. We Dude, all saw that. We that all saw that bacon happen. is expensive as shit now. Hell yeah. Uh, anyways, so this okay. <laughs> Patreon content, guys. Patreon okay. content. Right, okay. So we've got Alex talking to Sloan, and he's like, take this phone call, take care of my DMV bullshit. And then George comes dick. over and brags about the two uteruses. Um, and, uh, Sloan and Addison see Nancy. They all start talking. They're like, oh my God, good times. We all love each other. Then Derek sees them and he's like, oh, uh, my feelings are hurt because all of these people that I know love each other. But And then he runs away because he's the worst. Still a piece <laughs> of garbage. Still a piece of garbage. Uh. Beautiful. Um, Alex goes to Addison's patient's room and is talking to them. This is when he sees the guy like talking to the kid and like saying football stuff to the to the girl baby. Um, this is when the shit hits the fan. Um, Addison comes in, George comes in. They're so excited. They're like, how cool is this? These kids aren't even twins. They have, they were conceived a month and a half apart. Like that's amazing. Your body's amazing. And then Greg is like, we were broken up in this time frame. And then you know that she's like, shit, this baby is a one night stand. The the funny thing about the scene, and it's it's not it's not funny. This is not good. <laughs> but the I was cracking up during this entire scene because you know that meme where it's the lady and she's looking like off in the distance, confused, and you see all the math going yes. on behind her. Yes. It was just funny to watch the girl, she's like, wait, hold on a second. This doesn't yeah. seem right. This is not good. And the guy's like, hold on a second. That can't be possible because we were we were broken up on this time. This is not this is not a thing. Oh, wait, you just fucking cheated on me, you bitch. And then he it's But he it's didn't just, cheat on her. Or she didn't cheat on him. They were not together. Okay. They were on a break. They were on a break. Does that justify so, how quickly Ross slept with that copy girl? No, but this is a different scenario. Oh, man. Tune in next week <laughs> when we start our new Friends podcast at Gray's Academy Friends podcast, <laughs> Ross versus Rachel dot com. I hate Ross Geller. Yeah, we're all we're all team Joey. That's and Chandler. And that's really all we need. I truly, truly hate him. OK, um. Uh, so that's a fun twist, like Carmen said, plot twist. Um, yeah, I did uh, not see that coming. I, I didn't see that coming. I was very pleasant. I was, I was, if you've listened since this first episode, I don't get surprised very often by TV shows, but this was a surprise that I, that I enjoyed. Um, which was a bigger surprise, this or the bomb going? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> when, the when bomb was a bigger surprise. <laughs> 
I hope he comes back in another episode. I would love to see that. We'll see what happens. He does. He gets re- reassembled and sewn back together. But they have to um, go. Have I met you before? Nope. Never <laughs> been here before once in my life. Um, okay. So then we get another Addison and Bailey moment. It's delightful. They're talking about everything. They're talking about the lady and the two dads and the uh, Bailey's bad still because people are quote unquote questioning her judgment. Uh, and then the chief comes up and he's like, oh man, my button popped off my shirt because I'm a helpless old man. And, and this like, is my last clean shirt after I left my wife. It's like my wife's trying to divorce me and I don't have the competency to sew a button on my shirt. So I'm going to complain about it to uh, one of the most successful surgeons in the country. And someone who is on her way to being one of the most successful surgeons in the country. And then Bailey says, or he asks Bailey to do it. And she says, if your button ruptures, it's esophagus. I'm your woman. Which is an incredible Hilarious. thing to say to someone. Hilarious. I love it. Stand up for yourself, Queen. You got to. Set you, those you boundaries. You love to see it. Um, Sloan is treating the burnt hand lady, and she's got like a different story now. Izzy's kind of catching on, and she's concerned that she's not being honest with how it happened. Again, the girl's being sporadic and acting weird, and she's like, I've just failed the bar exam can't i'm gonna be a lawyer i can't everything i'm so excited to take this test i'm so good at it i just was burning soup and tea and then my head oh so my sorry. gosh i'm sorry i i no no i i was about to get one too i had to hold it in i was like oh can i do it can i do it i knew this bitch was lying the second her story changed i knew i noticed it right away also they they made they made meredith look so incompetent yes. in the scene and like, like not like she's paying attention at all the yeah, storyline was not flattering for meredith no and i don't i don't know how they could have written it in a way where it was like more gracious to meredith yeah the lady would have needed to be more subtle than what she yes. was, but yeah. she was not subtle. Yes, it was very blatant. Um, yes, I agree with you. Um, okay, so then Bailey sees that Burke's doing the Humpty Dumpty, and she's like, oh, that's amazing. I've never seen one. So she puts her name on the board, and Christina's like, oh, okay, yay. So excited for surgery together. Party in the OR, yay. Um, so, uh, and then... We get to, it cuts to George talking to Callie. And this is when he does the peak George thing again, where he's like pigs and chickens and I'm, I love you. So. And literally calls a woman, a pig to her face. Yeah. It's real weird. Um, It's not good. And this is like a trope in shows and films that I find annoying where like this person over here has been explained something very clearly and it's relevant to this other situation. So then they go to like explain this new thing that they've learned, but they, they don't, they, the clarity that was over here just goes out the window and they're like, how can I say this in a way that's really confusing and normally insulting? And then it's like, we'll play it for laughs. And I'm like, I don't just, why does no one in the world of film know how to communicate? Yeah. And on top of that, they made it George. So it was doubly yes. incompetent. Yes, exactly. 
The um, thing that I don't understand is there was nothing that so we're, we're talking about inconsistencies, right? Like the 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 George Izzy thing uh, in the elevator, but George literally said that they're a corpse, they're dead to him, they're done trying. But there was no m- internal revelation other than the ham and eggs thing, I guess, that made him want to go keep talking to her. But I just don't understand. He didn't yeah. even really like Callie that much. Yeah, it's really confusing. It's it's all very confusing. And uh, I have to agree with you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, and you have the benefit of hindsight and you still don't know. Yeah. Um, it's because it's George. No one ever knows what's going on in his little yeah. brain. Uh, and then we get the introduction to a really old guy. And this is a character who is reoccurring. And uh, Oh, wonderful. One of my favorite characters you know really old guy he's great he's in a he's in a coma and he's asleep and they use his room for social hour and that is hilarious to me and i love it so we got really old guy um they're eating lunch in really old guy's room christina's studying izzy finds them meredith and george are still complaining to each other about their lives it's just a time um in this scene i in i incorrectly I, so I like to make guesses to myself in in my notes, and most of the time they're right. But this one, I made an incorrect guess uh, that Izzy was going towards a a meltdown of some mm-hmm. sort because it felt like they were leading up to her being excommunicated from the group. Yes, and it that was that didn't come to fruition in this episode. So maybe I'm not wrong long term, but I thought that there was going to be more of a meltdown. Um, yeah, she's like, uh, oh my god, so much has changed. Yeah. Yeah. They're eating in a different room and they use a different bandage on burn patients. That's it. That's what's changed. Um, so, but she's jealous because like George and Izzy have a thing that she doesn't know. George about. and Meredith. Yeah, sorry. So again, just kind of reiterating the weird controlling over George isn't specific to Callie. It's just weird and controlling and obsessive. And mean like I can be your only friend. Cause Izzy sucks. Um Oh, and then we see the the wife of the Humpty Dumpty patient is, like, yelling at a nurse, like, very aggressively. Um, and Christina kind of tries to comfort her, and she's like, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just, like, trying to stand up for your husband and, like, do everything you can do to protect him. And, like, that doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a great person. And that her speech but also a motivates her <laughs> to erase Bailey's name off of the surgery um, the Humpty Dumpty surgery for later. So that's a bit of a bummer. Um, so then, uh, oh, the two uterus, Noel, she is freaking out because Greg, her fiance left and she's like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? He left. What do I do? So she's like hyperventilating and like losing her mind. Um, and then they, something happens and they're like, oh my God, like lay down one of the babies is in distress or something like they're like, lay on your side. Don't push. So she's like going into labor. Um, and then Derek and Nancy are having lunch. And this is delightful because this is when she tells her brother that she also slept with the man who broke up his marriage <laughs> casually in and, conversation. And called it, called it a, a rite, rite of passage. passage. <laughs> Everyone just fucks Mark. You know Listen, the way... Have you seen him? 
I have, but it's believable to me. <laughs> it the way that they're writing the character, it is believable. It's just it's I don't know. I've got a lot of thoughts about just because I don't like his, I don't like him right now. Right. It's not but, like but that movie. Good luck, Chuck. Like Dane Cook is not more attractive than Mark Sloan. But you like the fact that Dane Cook is having sex with all the women in that comedic film. I don't like Dane Cook anywhere, but I do okay. love Mark Sloan everywhere. So I will I will say that Dane Cook right now is not my favorite person um, just because of the, the, the stuff. Who he is um, as a human being. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, you know, um, a different, different, the Patreon to tune into our Patreon, uh, <laughs> for thoughts on Dane Cook. Um, it's, uh, but, but my, my point, my point is, is that I love that people have sex with other people, men or women have sex with everyone you want. Like everyone do it. As long as it's consensual. As long. Yes. Consensually have all the sex you want, but don't be a mean person. Don't be a bully. Yes. That seems fair. That seems like a fair trade. Yeah, like if if you are Addison, like even even when Meredith was having sex with all those all those guys, she wasn't a mean person. She saved that guy's penis, you know. <laughs> saved it right up. Saved it right up. And if Mark's gonna have sex with all these women, just don't be a douche. Be a, be good guy, Mark. Not bad guy, Mark. But he's not in his defense. He's only being a douche to Alex at in this episode. Which is fine with me. I've only seen him be nice to women. No, he's nice to Derek. And Derek. But that's it. He did fuck his wife first, so. Yeah. Kind of needs to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Your points are fair. We'll see what happens. Um, So Meredith tries to talk. (laughs) Is that Mark gets into a car crash while having sex while driving. (laughs) My God. Um, <laughs> Meredith tries to talk to Christina and she's like really rude. She's like, I, I just have more. She's like, I have real problems, which is fair because Meredith's problems at this point are just so repetitive and stupid and I don't give a shit. So I kind of see where Christina is coming from. However, she is her best friend, so she should have a little more patience with her, in my opinion. Yes. 100%. Um, but she's just, she's not telling her what's going on. Meredith knows something's going on, but Christina's not telling her what the thing is. Um, and then Bailey sees that her name was taken off the surgery and it's uh, very sad. Um, and before we move on to the surgeries, we are going to have a small break for everyone's favorite segment, living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland. I think I speak for everyone when I say we all missed that so much last week. Because I didn't do did it. Did you do it yourself? No. I mentioned oh. the segment, but I did not sing the song. Okay. Okay. Um, um, we have so, three, okay. How many? three people. Three people. One. Okay. Uh, what's the breakdown? Men or, man or woman? And what's, what's, um, what have we got? Two men and a woman. Two, two men. Two, two men. Two men. Two men and woman. Two men and woman. I don't yes. know why that was like kind of like, that was almost like Bane-esque. Two men and a woman. Tom Hardy, um, talk about attractive. Ah, seriously. Although, what was that movie that he was in with Chris Pine? I don't know. It- Come on our Patreon to hear us list off attractive <laughs> celebrities. 
We now we need to fucking make a Patreon. Yeah, Should we, we just really make one by the next yeah. episode? Yeah, we're gonna. Can try. you do that when you're oh, when you're at home? Could, oh my god, so many ideas for when for when we're together. We'll circle back to yeah, this. Come we'll on, our Patreon to listen to all of our Patreon ideas. <laughs> Come back next week when we announce a Patreon. Okay, um, three three people, three people. Okay, um, Greg, one woman. Yes, Greg, um, real old guy. Yes. Okay, and ooh, the woman. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Humpty Dumpty guy's wife. No. Damn it! Oh, was it was it the, was... the two uterus lady? No, it's the bird hand <sighs> girl. Oh, okay, okay. Damn it! I, I know. I was really hoping you would get them all that time. That we listen, close. that's gonna we be this is this is fun. This is fun. Okay, take it away. Tell me all about these living in Shauna Land folks. Okay, Jillian Bach, who plays Gretchen, who is the law student with the burnt hand, was in one episode of Private Practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwin Hodge, who is Greg Stanton, is in one episode of Private Practice. Different episode, I looked it up. Um, and listen to really old guy's last name. All right, his name is Jack Axelrod. What a badass. What a badass. Nice. He was in one episode of Station 19 and one episode of Private Practice. A different episode of Private Practice. (laughs) I looked it up. So One of these days, it's going to line up. I know. I know. Maybe I'll make an Excel spreadsheet about and (laughs) find cross episode when they're all together. You know, that sounds like a really great thing for our friend Leah to do the next time she's procrastinating at work. (laughs) This one would probably take... Just an, abs- Extensive an insane work. amount of time and work. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Check out our Patreon to listen to me make an Excel sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love Excel? Because I actually love Excel. I think Excel is cool. There's a lot of cool things you can do, but I also know that it can be the worst. And I only know that because Uh, Michael as an accountant spends a lot of time on Excel and sometimes the cool things don't work and they fuck up the entire Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. hundred percent. So anyways, so Burke and Christina start the surgery wild Humpty Dumpty sat in a wall and had surgery. Um, Greg wants to know, so he's back. And he's asking what's going on with Noel. And George is like, dude, back off. And he's like, no, I just need to know which baby is being born. And he's like, are you ham or are you eggs? And this is when he does one of his good doctoring moments where he's like, it's get your shit together. And then it's in that moment where you're like, okay, maybe you're not the worst. And then the rest of the time he is. So it's just, it's a hard back and forth. Um, and then um, Mark is giving Alex attitude about his phone calls and Alex bails to go check out the two uterus case because that's way cooler than the DMV phone call. Just um, completely really leaves his laptop the on the time. counter though. Um, well in, uh, in 2006, no one stole things. So, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Meredith's patient is being weird again. And finally, Izzy is just like, did you do this on purpose to get out of your test? And Meredith's like, don't talk to her. And Izzy is persistent and uh, also correct. So you can't really falter because she did try and talk to Meredith first and Meredith blew her off. So again, Meredith looks very incompetent in the storyline and Izzy does some good doctoring. Um, 
Addison is doing the C-section. Christina is doing the surgery with Burke. One of the babies starts moving and it's freaking out because she gives George that speech. She's like, I only have 120 seconds to get this baby out. And if you move at all, you'll kill the babies and the mom. So like, don't fucking move. And of course the baby loses its mind and starts moving so much. Um, so this is when Alex steps in and he's like, d- talks about that famous boxing match to the baby to get her to calm down and it works. So good job, Alex. Um, as far as the Humpty Dumpty surgery goes, they really, nothing happens. Like they don't show much of it um, for them hyping it up so much. Nothing goes wrong. They don't show basically they, they show them like pulling something out of the heart and then Christina sewing it back up. And that's like it. Yeah, it's I would have liked to kind see of more. Yeah, I, I would have liked to see more of the uh, of the Bailey storyline in that moment mm-hmm. because having it's just she just never shows up. You don't yeah. see her look at the board and then see she was removed, and or like showing up and go, "Oh yeah, you're not supposed to be here." Um, I don't know. I feel like there was really a missed opportunity for that kind of drama. You you get it yeah. at the end, which is great. But I think with the with how well Chandra Wilson, right? Chandra, yes, Chandra Wilson. Chandra Wilson, how great of an actress she is. I really would have liked to have seen the scene where she realizes she's no longer on that surgery. Well, she they show her seeing that she's been erased. Wait, really? Did I miss but, that? Yeah, but then it just cuts to the surgery. She okay, literally, well, I, like, they don't, like, they. it's like a half a second thing where she sees that her name's not on the board anymore. Okay, in my defense, I had, like, four work calls that I had to, yes. to answer during this, and it was very choppy for me. So I guess forget about me saying <laughs> that. I wish I would have seen that, but I wish if it wasn't that much, I wish they would have given yeah. her an opportunity to do more with it. Yes, I agree. Um and then, so, yeah, that surgery just goes fine. Um, Derek finds the chief in in an OR, using an OR to sew on his button because he's a this poor This is a great man. scene. It's like a very good scene. scene. They talk, they have a nice conversation about divorce and lives falling apart. And um, it's a good scene between the two of them, you know, just a nice, yeah. he's like, I'm, Oh, he goes, if you sew on this button, I'll fire Mark and Addison. He has really no, he's well, I'll still sew it on for you. I do like their relationship as much as I don't really like Derek. I think it's a, a good mentor mentee relationship, but also like beyond that, there's clearly like an established friendship uh, yeah. as well that comes through when they get scenes together. So that's nice. Yeah, um, and it's also a really great scene where they it gives a little bit of light into and not explicitly it's more implied the Weber, the Richard and Adele kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh but then it also like I I can't fully understand this as someone who has a brother, but him saying like look, I if I had four sisters, like Mark was my brother. Yeah. And I don't know exactly if I'm ready to make a prediction on this yet, but I'm willing to, after this scene, see a little bit of potential foreshadowing of Derek will eventually forgive Mark and there will be some burying of the hatchet. So this is a reluctant prediction. It's, it's, it's a prediction that I think will happen, but I don't want it to happen. I want to see them fight each other 
with with fists. Well, why can't both things happen? <laughs> okay, why can't you're right. Derek say, I forgive you, and here's a forgiveness punch, and punch him in the face? Or the punch leads to the forgiveness conversation. That's less fun. Okay. I like a forgiveness punch. That's what I typically do to you. Yeah, but not in the face. It's I the- don't have a brother. I only have a sister, and I feel like Carmen is the brother I never had. Because oftentimes I want to punch him and then I immediately get over it. It's kind of shocking how Except- how mad I can get at you and then like immediately be like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like how I, think, I am with my sister. I think there are times where you have chosen physical violence towards me, though. I am I would getting not- better about that. I, as, as a parent now, that is not <laughs> the example I want to set for the next generation. And sometimes my first instinct when people annoy me is to punch them in the arm. And that is something i am working on because that's not an appropriate way to react (laughs) and next time on patreon you could tune in to see more parenting thoughts from carmen and kelsey and if we can figure out videos you can see me punch carmen in the arm probably first if we're we're together because i typically am forced to do that by his words but i'm working on it but he should also Mm. work on it interesting yeah (laughs) he should also work on it (laughs) Um, okay. Oh goodness. Okay, so they have the nice conversation. Oh, and then Mark's like, "Oh, you forfeited your career in plastics by going into that OR. How dare you prioritize your education over my petty needs?" Um, I do love Mark though, just not right in this moment. But I do love him. It's fine. Are you ch- will- are you telling me that his character development gets better? I am not telling you that, but I'm not not telling you that. Okay. I'm just, just look at him. Come on. I want you to know that if his character arc does not get better, I will judge you because of how much you hate Derek. And as of right now, <laughs> Derek is a good guy and Mark is the bad guy. Well, I just think that Mark's attractiveness outweighs his actions more than Derek's attractiveness outweigh his actions because that's how attractive I find Mark's alone. Okay. And also All there right. may be plot things that contribute to that feeling as well. Did you express those in the behind his back episode from last week? No spoilers. No, I just needed. Okay. All right. No spoilers. I can't spoil that episode for you because one day in 18 years, you'll get to listen to that episode. You were supposed to only talk about season three. Yeah, but I got excited. (laughs) All right. I mostly talked about season three. I mentioned some other things that are way further along. You're going to need to listen to that and. Never mind. I'll just never listen to it. You'll listen to it at my funeral. You can play oh, it at my funeral. Instead of doing a eulogy, you can just play me talking. <laughs> okay. That'll be my first time listening to it. <laughs> um, so Bailey confronts Burke about not letting her scrub in. And he doesn't know that Christina erased her name off the board. So he kind of has to just like cover and like pull this excuse out of his ass. Um, Because he sees her and, like, puts two and two together that he took Bailey off to, like, protect her. No, she took Bailey off to protect him um, and to protect their cover-up. And he says, I just couldn't use you, which echoes what Bailey said to Izzy at the front end was, I can't use you. So I thought that was an interesting parallel. I did not get that. Thank you. Thank you for calling that back. You're so welcome. I missed that. Um, I will say, whilst... Burke covers for Christina, you can see that he feels remorse for hurting Bailey and making her question herself. 
Um, because Isaiah Washington is a very good actor and he can portray those emotions very well. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it is really great how you could tell it's like he knows that he has to say no to Bailey because it's, this is his secret to, to keep, but it hurts him as one of her mentors. Yes. Um, and so then Nancy and Derek have a little heart to heart and he's like, so what are you going to report back to mom? And she's like, um, just that you're you and like super annoying and everyone still hates you, but you get away with it. Um, but he does, she does tell him, Hey, maybe like take a beat and just get to know yourself. Stop throwing yourselves into relationships because look what happens when you do that. Maybe you could just be alone for a minute. Kind of internally assess what, what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Which is good good advice for most human beings. Truly. You got to know yourself before you can know other people. You know what I mean? It's deep. It's very deep. To quote RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? It's true. And to quote that guy in a robe and a, and a banana hammock, you got to show up if you want to get it done. And if you, got to show up if you want to get it done if you want to get it done you got to show up if you want to get some shit done bitch you got to show right up and do that shit this is one of the times that i would probably punch you if you were closer to me (laughs) (laughs) tune in to patreon to hear carmen read rap songs yeah for no reason whatsoever I'll have to. Do you know what song I'm talking about? No, I don't. Okay. All right. I'm going to send it to you. <laughs> it sounds like Lonely Island, truly. No, no, no. It's not. There's this guy with long hair. Uh, he in like got famous. Oh, he's in a I robe and he's like about. in like his underwear. I know. Um, who you're about. He, he's the voice of the Fitbit commercials now. The guy yes. went viral and now he's a Fitbit mogul. Yeah. It's, man, you just got to hit that TikTok at the right time. I tell you what, you just got to hit that TikTok and then you're just swimming in brand deals. Okay, so um, where am I? Okay, yes, so they tell, she tells Derek to to take a break and assess his shit. Um, And he says that Kathleen is the therapist. So one of his sisters is a therapist. Nancy is an OB. Derek is a neurosurgeon. Would you like to predict what his other two sisters are? Not a doctor. Okay, for both of them? Oh, one of the other one of the other sisters is uh going to be a butt doctor and okay. the other one is not a doctor okay Delightful. so one one so one of the sisters exclusively does surgeries on on rectums and all rectum related things and then the other yeah. sister cuts hair big schedule for that butt doctor just so yeah. many rectum surgeries constantly <laughs> lined up. That surgical board is never empty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's on the board today? Oh, another rectum surgery. I did not see that man, coming. People be, people be rip, ripping those rectums left and right. Oh, man. Ripping okay, rectums so, is uh, the next um, roller coaster at Universal Studios. <laughs> rip ride <yes>. rectum. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Tell me that wasn't funny. That I would maybe punch you (laughs) if we were together. (laughs) Um, Okay. 
Um, Meredith runs into, nope, nope, nope. Meredith and Izzy take Gretchen up to the psych ward and they're like, we have to put you on a 72 hour hold because you are causing yourself physical pain, which is concerning. Um, so they have to drop her off there because she's literally just going to go home and harm herself more so that she doesn't have to take this test. Um, then Noel wakes up and asks for Greg three times and then he finally comes back in and forgives her. Um, did Third you think that the they charm. were implying she was having neurological issues? hundred percent. Yeah. I was like, yeah. uh, amnesia. Like what? <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you ever had surgery where you've been completely under anesthesia? Um, I only, when I got my wisdom teeth removed and that was it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when I, same. when I came to, I don't remember. That's not true. I also had surgery. Uh, I forgot. yeah, I, I can't, I don't think I've ever. And I, I, I remember being very coherent coming out of that surgery. Same. But I was being, not interesting. I just kept asking the lady. I just kept telling her I was thirsty, but I wasn't allowed to drink anything. Yeah. The only thing that I remember specifically doing is I was like, man, I, my lips feel dry. So I went to go put chapstick on my lip, but my, you my, are obsessed with chapstick. Yeah. But my mouth was numb. My whole face was numb. So I, I thought I was putting it on my, my lips, but it was <laughs> actually being put right on my chin. Um, now actually on Patreon, I am going to make Carmen film himself putting on chapstick because the way this man puts on chapstick is absolutely absurd. <laughs> And I, I don't can't. every think so. every time he does it, I lose my mind a little bit. I you I I'm self conscious about this now. I only put chapstick on in <laughs> private now. No one at work at work where where I where I work. No one has seen me put on chapstick. That's incredible. Now you put chapstick on your bottom lip completely normal. It's the top <laughs> lip where things fall apart. No, it's like this. Uh. <laughs> This video is going to go on Patreon. I'm going to literally make Carmen put on chapstick on camera. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. All right. Back to Grey's Anatomy. Uh, yeah, we're really doing great today. Um, so Mark goes to Callie and is like, oh, you look like you're in a bad mood. Why don't you let me cheer you up? Um, and hits on her. And she's like, no, go away. And Alex sees, so that's Just coming. Just creeping in the window, eating a fucking <laughs> the apple, green yeah, it really apple. Would, it wouldn't be creepy if they didn't have him nomming on that apple so freaking hard. That's really no, weird. It would it would be creepy regardless. Uh, just. And, and it was like kind of tinted that like the blinds were like half yeah. closed, and it's just Alex. Yeah, you're like, who is that? Oh, it's Alex. Mm, yummy. Um, not one, Meredith- not two, but three cherry times. Dirty times. Three dirty times. Three oh, yeah, dirty look at him. Of course, it was dirty. Good for them. Um, so Meredith runs into Derek in the stairwell. And this is when he's like, I should have called. And she's like, yes, but you did not call. Which says a lot. This is kind of one of those actions speak louder than words things. And by not calling, kind of making a pretty big statement, Derek. And that statement is, I'm a dick. And I'm selfish. And I don't give a shit about you. But that's fine. And then he says he needs some space, which I will give him credit for because he does. He does need to figure some things out. Well, and before he, he says that, that on his own, before he says that, he's like, I want us to work, but I need space. That's true. I guess I've maybe forgot about that part because I don't care about it. <laughs> that's foreshadowing Possible that it doesn't actually work. Um, 
Anyways, so yeah, Derek still sucks. Um, Weber runs into Izzy and is like, hey, Meredith told me what happened. Good catch. Like that. That's like not an easy catch, although it really was, but it's fine. So he's like, good doctoring. Welcome back, which is good. That's a, it's a win for Izzy. Um, Callie tells George. On the Izzy daily report card. <laughs> yeah. Callie tells George he's too late with his commitment bullshit and then he's she's like stop chasing me unless you're ready to catch me i just callie why are you settling for this man why she's he's he's her mcdreamy you don't even know i really don't but i also <laughs> don't understand why mcdreamy is mcdreamy so i'm at a loss um finn was the so, real mcdreamy uh, not He's not fine. for looks. He was just a good guy. Yeah, he was a good guy, but not good for Meredith because she's she would have just broken him. Yeah, because she actually sucks also. Denny was the real McDreamy. That's true. too bad. Denny was probably too bad. Izzy killed him. I also like Burke. Yeah, but Burke's pretty McDreamy too. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else I'm into it. was was attractive on this show. I'm having a hard time remembering everyone. Mark Sloan. Oh, right. I forgot. How did I forget about mixed, that one? Mick Steamy. He gets his own title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Meredith tells Christina, she's like, I know something's wrong. Whenever you're ready to tell me what the fuck is going on, I'm here for you. So like, hit me up. And Christina's like, okay, thanks. Um, and then Bailey sees Christina writing on the OR board and puts two and two together that she is the one that took her name off and figures out that there has to be something going on. So that is how the episode ends. So let's hear some predictions. I would like you to predict what is going to go down with Burke's hand. <laughs> before, before we do the prediction, should we, should we, should we rank this shit? Do you want to rate it first? Yeah, so we don't forget. Yeah, let's let's do that so we don't forget. Um, can I go first? Yes. I'm giving this episode a, a an intern. This is a this is a two. It's a two out of five. Same. Yeah. It's I'm just gonna a, do two point three because two seems harsh. I so admittedly, podcast burp. Admittedly, uh, I was going back and forth from work calls and then getting Marlo down for bed, and I was also helping cook some dinner, and then I fed General Grievous his dinner. So there was a lot of stuff going on while I was watching this episode, so it felt very choppy. But I think that this is setting up an interesting relationship for Bailey, Burke, Christina, and Izzy. Mm -hmm. um, something is going to happen, and this is going to lead me into a prediction piece here. Uh, something is going to happen where Burke's situation is going to come to light. Someone's going to find out. I don't know if it's going to be Bailey, yeah. uh, but someone is going to find out that his hand isn't fine, even though I know it's fine. Even though it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I give it a two. Why did you give it a two? And then what else would you like me to predict? Um, it's just a filler. It's just like, it's fine. Like, it's not bad, bad. It's just not great. It's, like, just there. I would, I could skip it and, like, probably not feel like I missed that much. Um, I did enjoy Nancy. I enjoyed the introduction of one of Derek's sisters. Um, yeah, there's not, like, a lot going on, like, patient-wise that's, like, earth-shattering. 
So Izzy was projecting herself onto the her patient a lot. It was just like yeah. fine. I didn't yeah. care much. I was not emotionally compelled for a lot of this episode. Um. So yeah, that's it. It's fine. Um, and then I would like you to predict um, what is going to go on with Alex seeing the Callie and Mark situation. Um, I don't think they're going to have sex anymore. Okay, but but Alex heard them. So what about? Oh that? oh 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 sorry 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 sorry. Uh, I misunderstood. Uh, Alex is going to tell George right after he decides that he is going to chase her, and it's going to break her heart even more. But I don't think that George finds this out from Callie. Alex is going to be the one to tell George because George is working with Addison and Alex now realizes he wants to work with Addison and not Mark. Okay. Um, And you already predicted that you think maybe Derek will forgive Mark. Um, And you predicted that someone's going to see something with Burke's hand. So I think that's it. Those Those are the main ones for the setup for this. Um, no spoilers. I do really enjoy the next episode. So here's my question. It is one that makes me emotional though. And that is rare. So here's my question. Should, should we take one week off so that this lines up to be in person? Um, no, because I don't want you to watch me cry again. You've never seen me cry. That's a you're filthy lie. Um, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So I have literally made you cry once. Um, you and no. Michael. Bo- okay. All right. Um, just just by singing at my wedding. please. <laughs> <laughs> and then moving like 17 states away from me. That, that was pretty rude. Oh, man. Uh, anyways. Yeah. I, I don't have any more predictions. I don't think. Uh I, I, I do want to stick to, I think, I, I, I'm not happy about it, but I think that they're foreshadowing uh, Mark and Derek burying the hatchet. Uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking that before the end of season four, we will meet one other sister. Before the end of season four? Before the end of season four, we will have met at least one more uh, sister. And that's where I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause right there on my predictions. That's all I got. That's fair. Um, I appreciate that. Um, I also appreciate all of our listeners. How about that segue? Um, I know Carmen already said it, but if you have a second to like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating, share us, tell your friends, tag us on Instagram, email us if you want to email us and give us ideas or just tell us hello. Um, We love the support. We love all of you guys and we love hearing from you. So um, thank you so much for listening um, to us go off the rails. If you enjoy that, stay tuned. Maybe we'll figure out Patreon and you can listen to us exclusively go off the rails. I feel like we have um, to figure out Patreon now. We really don't have yeah, a choice. At this point, it kind of <laughs> seems like we need to. Um, so, yes, thank you guys so much um, for sticking around. And uh, if you do reach out. Remember, uh, no spoilies. Don't think about it. Don't even think about thinking about it. And also don't dream about it, because if you got a dream, you should go and chase it. But but no spoilies. Uh, we appreciate you all.
and we see we will see you. <laughs> Blah. Two <laughs> two man right. two man one woman. Um, two woman man woman lady. <laughs> uh, all Good right. Night. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you all in the next one.